From Ink Whiskey Studios, this is Drunk on Comics, episode 174. Linz is the queen bee, and she's fucked up. over my vagina right now just so you guys what's know that, what's not coating over your vagina wax or smegma yeah neither one of those things well isn't smegma isn't that just like a special kind of cheese <laughs> i want to recite i am grossed out by this that i'm going to cut everything that we just talked beforehand listeners can imagine what we're talking about what what smegma what <laughs> Whatever, I'm leaving I'm, the show. I don't care how many people I offend. I'm so grossed out by that. I'm All right. so grossed out by that. <laughs> so many things that I could say that I want to say, but... Oh, just say it. What the fuck? Just say it, Tony. Now you put me on the spot. Yeah, now I, I know. I forgot everything Aww. gross I was going to say about your vagina. Are you afraid of hurting my feelings? Yeah. You big pussy? <laughs> <laughs> not afraid about hurting your vagina. Oh. <laughs> well, you can't be afraid of what you can't do. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm in full asshole mode already today. <laughs> Welcome it's to Drunk the, on Comics. <laughs> it's the whiskey bourbon. Whiskey bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I love day drinking. <laughs> All right. Oh. Are we just going to start? Are we? Are we going? Yeah, we're this recording. Right? Well, we're I, know, I know we're always recording. Are we actually going to fucking roll? Yeah, let's, let's hey. get things going. <laughs> All right. This is Drunk on Comics. I'm Derek. I'm Tony. Lens. <laughs> Smegma. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got we got a lot to cover today. Um, this is my... Uh, oh, what the, Second to last. Penultimate. Penultimate. Did you look that word up That's just a big to use word for, today? for you. No, I didn't. Like, I'm actually smart. <laughs> no, it's the one word that you've always known your whole life. Like, I just need to know this one smart word. I can use it at one point in my life. <laughs> no, all these times that you can almost use it, you're like, I'm going to save it. No, no, because this could be my... It's in my pocket. This could be my third to the last time. <laughs> so, this is my penultimate uh, Drunk on Comics episode i might be back at some point i mean well, i'm sure yeah. i'm sure i will but like you know we'll have to like, call official. you in from like the reserves or something mm. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have a switch header yeah like like i'm no <laughs> i like that he agreed to that <laughs> he's like yeah talk say more compliments yeah i said i'm gonna come on again yeah, yeah switch header no 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 it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of like being like you know in the army reserves it's like you know it's like I'll, I'll get some of the glory, but I won't actually do all the work. Right. Just, you know, some. I probably just pissed off a lot of people right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, so, uh, anyway, yeah, um, for those that somehow missed or didn't know, I'm uh, I, I am, I'm going to be leaving the show after next week. Um, so, anyway, I want to talk comics, though, because right. uh, we're already drinking. So, off the shelf, for those that are not familiar with our show, uh, this is where we talk about the comics that we picked up this week that we like. And, uh, sure. Derek's gonna go first. Do you wanna go first? Nope, Derek's gonna go first. Alright, well you read this one, Firsties. so... Firsties. Firsties! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I have Cognetic, number one of three, uh, from Image, or I'm sorry, Boom Studios, wow. Uh, Boom Studios, and it's, uh, James Tinian IV, 
wrote it, and Eric Donovan drew this. Colors by Juan Manuel Tumburis, and letters by Steve Wands. Um, Tinian and Donovan are the same group that did Mimetic. So this is Cognetic. All right. And uh, I think so Phonetic. The same type of theme? No. Well, no, Phonetic is going to be the next one. That's where where everything is just written out as it sounds. Okay. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> <over my head. laughs> but... Uh, so th- this this book, um, you know, here's one of the things I, I, I like about Tinian. Um, he writes these big epic, like uh, <laughs> th- there's there's fruit flies. There, I'll just say that out loud. <laughs> um, but he writes these big epic stories that you can't, you cannot just encapsulate into normal twenty two page comics. So he writes these things that are really thick and chunky monkeys and has to be a $5 book, which I'm okay with, because he's going to do in three issues what most comics can't do in six. And that's where I I want to start with this. This is um, kind of, well, it's set in in, in current day on here. Um, When's what? My computer is being a bitch. Keep going. (laughs) I thought you were like, I'm like, I haven't even started reviewing. Why are you giving me the shit look? No, I'm trying to, because I have this digitally, so I'm trying to pull it up so I can... Here, would you like to look? I can confer with you. Yeah. Because I read this also. Yeah. So, um, this book is, if you you read the back, uh, like after you read the story, there's a lot going on, I'm going to come back to the story, but to, to kind of bring people in, it is a, it's an end of the world kind of scenario. And what Tinian is, is promising is that every time you think you know what's going on, he's going to make a left turn and change it. And he started that actually right at the beginning. When you see Annie, our main girl, um, talking on the phone with, you know, her significant other. And talking about, you know, you married me, you want to come spend time with us and, and, and our daughter, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the picture and realize that it's not her husband, it's her wife that you're talking to. And it's like, oh, that that kind of stuff doesn't happen often in comics so I'm glad to see that it's happening and it's one of those things where he's just showing you right up front I'm not going to follow the same normals you know Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to do exactly what you think things will be slightly different it's not unknown it's just not what you expect and that's what I like Um, Tony would you your, your little graspy claw hand, does that mean you'd like to see the comic? Yes, it would. <laughs> you're, you're like a three-year-old going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the book, it jumps quite a bit, but Annie, basically, she works for, like, a senator or, or you know, some high-ranking government official. She's the I assistant. I think he's, like, in the FBI. Head of the FBI, yeah, something, something like that. something like that, yeah. Um, and... She, you know, it, it's it's funny. I like the fact, though, too, that, that the main character here is one of those people where so often the person that is up front, that is saying all the things, it's clearly shown here that she is she is the mastermind behind it. Yes. You she know. is the woman behind the man. Yeah. Oh, that's totally off subject, but best slash worst fortune cookie... Uh, thing I ever got was that it said behind every great man there are always (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten that one too (laughs) (laughs) it's like what (laughs) I don't 
I'm confused. There's all there's always <laughs> pull in behind you. Back you into this story, and it's a page that I kind of want to to know a little bit more about. This looks fucking stunning, and okay. like, holy shit, what's going on? The, that, that's that's a that's a, a double page spread. I wanted to talk about the panel layout in this book is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and so like I'm just like okay, I follow the story. Of this shit's going on. I'm seeing blood like that. Haven't read this or know the dialogue and what's going on. And I get to this page and I'm just like, so that's okay, sweet. Okay, so basically, what you need to understand is that in this book, um, there's almost a level of hypnosis that is going across these people, and when they're People are becoming like kind of almost like a cult. It's like a hive mind. I was getting to that. Oh Damn shit! It. Sorry. I, I, I wanted to build up to hive Sorry. mind. Sorry. Way to go, Queen Bee. <laughs> <laughs> so, My bad. I didn't know where you were going. You didn't tell me. I, it's because it's free form conversation. Okay. 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 <laughs> but no. So anyway, it is a hive mind mentality, and people are up on the roof of. The Empire State Building. Wow, we fucking we did some damage that, on that yeah. fifth, didn't we? I'm gonna put more in my glass. Okay, okay. And uh, so they people start jumping off the uh, off the the top of the Empire State Building. Now, mm-hmm. anybody that's familiar with the Empire State Building is uh, will know that they have like you know big kind of gates, whatnot, up over the edge. All these people in the hive mind are actually building like a human bridge so that people can climb up and over and jump off. And what starts happening is every three minutes on the dot, ten people jump. And that one double page spread you have there, someone's recording a video message and sends it and that that comes to the authorities and it actually comes to Annie's attention uh, in here. that He's recording things as he jumps off and you realize that all these people are talking from one consciousness and it, one of the great things is the letters, when the hive mind is talking, they're, it's written in blue. Everybody else is written in black. Okay. So you know that it's all the same consciousness speaking. Um, but, yeah, Donovan did a fantastic job on, on this book. Just with your, your basic panel layouts, I mean, it's, it, it's very cinematic in his layout. But there are certain things, well, um, and I don't want to explain what's going on here. But when you see, yeah, you, we're both looking at the same panel right now. That yeah. there, there are certain things that happen that you're like going, holy shit. And, you know, for him to do that, and then uh, Tumburis, which I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, his colors on that, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous work on here. So this is one of those. I want to talk about the panel layout for a minute because there's a couple scenes in here. This one in particular, yes, you yes. found it. We're um, we're on top of the Empire State Building, and you see the body falling. Yes, but they have panels that they've laid out on what's going on in like an alternative place that are going down the building. Right. Well, and and, and it kind of gives the the it kind of gives the the buildup of what happened before this one guy jumped and his whole you know his personal journey up to that point. But yeah, it is just, not only that, it's not your normal squared off, straight up and down, vertical, horizontal. It's no. it's it's slightly off kilter. I'll admit, it made it difficult to read. However. This looks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this right now. I got this digitally. 
and you have it not digitally. <laughs> I, that, 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 would be, that would be in print. <laughs> you have it in print. This is way more impactful. Uh, in way. print? Yes. Oh, everything is in print. For I'm sorry. For sure. For sure. It's way more impactful For than sure. it is. For sure. F-U-R-S-H-E-R. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I sing that Muppet. For sure. The only thing the I... Electric well, Man. Oh, uh, Dr. Teeth? Not Dr. Teeth, but the the girl in that. Uh, Remember that guy that looked like Dr. Teeth? The one that's supposed voice? to be... Yeah. That's a good story. <laughs> so... Anyway. <laughs> But no, like it, it actually makes it like I mean it's it's on a forty five degree angle almost of the way to read this, and even that it's disturbing to read and it's uncomfortable to read at the angle. But I like it because of the fact that this is a very uncomfortable scene, and the fact that they just fucking say screw it, we're gonna break the rules. There's no there's no panel layout. This is a double page spread. They break every fucking rule that there is, and they make a, a like I mean Donovan made a. Gorgeous, gorgeous choice here. I'm assuming it's his on how to do this. So, fantastic job on that. Um, there's, there is a nice twist at the end, which I it will was, not say. Yes, it was, it was spoiler free. Um, we're doing, we're going spoiler free on this one, apparently. Mostly. Is I mean, the it's, ending there's a was, hive mind in it. Yeah, yeah but uh, the one thing that, that that was shocking to me was the giant throne of people that. It just made me think of that. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 The, like, people made a throne for someone sitting up there on uh, on the top, which is just... And to be clear, these are not people who are dead. They haven't made, like, a no. dead body throne. No. These, these, these are, are people, people who are willing to just fucking make a throne for somebody. Yeah. But, <laughs> there, you know, the other the other great thing is that what Tinian does in this book is he he touches on a bunch of things that I think we've all dealt with at some point you know at least i mean i know i had i had a an early life crisis (laughs) when when i was 20 like this is full-on legit this is like not even me being funny this is where where i sat one day and i went holy shit like i mean like i was i'd been out at my parents i was you know i was in college i'd been cutting the grass and they were like fucking anthills coming up through the uh the sidewalk and i just i kicked them away and then all of a sudden it hit me i'm like what difference is there for me in my world than there is for those ants in their world? Is there something that could actually come and just fucking and wipe us all away? And do we know? Yeah. What were you smoking? Nothing. (laughs) At that point, I barely drank. (laughs) But that's the kind of thing, speaking of, um, that's the kind of thing (laughs) that that I like about this book because it really makes you think... uh, are we actually individuals or are we part of a larger, you know, composition that we think we're individuals, but we're really not. We're really very tiny and small. That's what this book really gets at the, at the, at Fuck the core. Fuck you, Derek. Oh, no. That's me individually being able to say that. I'm not part of another collective. Actually, the whole collective is saying fuck you. I go, I go back on what I just I'm pretty, said. We're I'm all pretty saying sure everybody now. says fuck you, Derek. <laughs> At least four times a day. So I think he hears it in his own house it's, daily. It's, it's hashtag fuck you, Derek. <laughs> he gets up in the morning, she looks at the mirror instead of like, Stuart Smaller, like, gosh darn it, someone's going to like you. Derek just looks at himself, fuck you. <laughs> I get up, I'm like... God damn it, people hate me. <laughs> Mine but, is more like, I woke, I woke up today. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> Yay me. 
time to make the smegma. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, this is a great book. Um, I mean, if, if, if you guys are looking for something very unique, beautiful artwork, fantastic writing, um, this is a, these two creators, this book is actually, or this week is full of fantastic creator combos. And I Agreed. said that. You, good job. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it's going to be one of those It's uh, going to be interesting how they can wrap this up in, in three issues. I'm not worried. But... Not after my medic. All right. No, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. And especially with um, huge fucking books like they put out. Yeah. That, again, if this was any other company other than Boom and any other creator combo other than Tinian and Donovan, this would be a six-issue series. Right. Hands down. And it would not flow as well because they'd have to shorten it up. And I like the fact that they go, I want longer issues because, to me, a three-issue is much more traditional. It w- my background in film and all that, you have trilogy. Your, yeah, well, you have your your peak and valley, peak and valley, peak and valley. You know, it's that's how things happen. You typically tell things in a three part story. So when you do it in a six or an eight or a twelve, a lot of times that's really fucking tough. And you know, I mean, I give a lot of credit to the people that can have an ongoing series, right? Where you you're just it's serials, you know. And I don't mean Lucky Charms, mm, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, so th- this to me, I, I, I like the format, I like the style, I love everything about it, so yay. That's it. Right on, right on. Did you have lens? <clears throat> well, I picked up uh, Clean Room from Vertigo, number one. Clean Room. Yeah. I almost picked that up. I didn't, though. Um, we talked about it a little bit when we did the Vertigo solicits a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> Tony probably doesn't remember. No, I, I remember. That's why I picked <laughs> it up, you, but I haven't gotten to. You all haven't read it yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is written by Gail Simone, who I love. If you guys don't follow her on Twitter, you should because she is hilarious. Um, but anyway, the artist and colorist is John Davis Hunt. <laughs> I, that just sold it for me. <laughs> and uh, the letterer is uh, Todd Klein, and Jenny Frizen did the cover for this Friesen. one. Frizen. 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 Yes. Frizen. 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 Yes. Which Frizen. Tony and I actually got the chance to talk to and interview. So you know that it's... Yeah, that's how yes. they are. Okay. And, and Very she awesome, is... Talented. Oh, my God. She, and, and the sweetest girl in the world. Yeah. And I love the cover. fact... Well, all of her shit is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... And that she likes to have a drink or two. <laughs> oh, that, that was actually the best. Like, she was so sweet because she, she bothered... Like, she's like, yeah, I'll talk to you guys. And, like, and... and Friday was busy and Saturday was busy and she's like come back and see me Sunday morning and she's like I'm going to do this because you guys are really nice but I, I, I'm I broken from last night <laughs> and you guys were like we are too and we're like, we're like amen <laughs> um, so this book starts out uh, in the past um, with this little girl there she's walking through the town with her family I think they're in Germany Sweden one of those middle European cities countries, middle European countries. Um, <laughs> Those random <laughs> countries. Uh, and it keeps, it keeps flashing back between her and her conversation with her family, and this guy that's driving this, like, supply truck, almost, and... Uh, what, the, what, why are you not familiar with terms today? <laughs> <laughs> it's the whiskey, I can't help it. <laughs> um, you completely ruined my train of thought. <laughs> 
Okay. So anyway, something's going on with this guy who's driving this truck. Uh, the guy who's like riding with him is backseat driving him a little bit, which you as guys probably know and hate, right? Yeah. People backseat driving. Unless you're you. in the backseat and then you enjoy it because you're the one doing the backseat driving. Okay. <laughs> That's what you're talking Derek's, about, right? Yeah, Derek's trying to wrap his head around it right now. Look at that face of no, like I'm, 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 think, I'm thinking about like like fighter pilots and stuff like that. I mean, it's like like I you mean, kind of need to have <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy needed if a Maverick back... didn't have Goose. Oh shit! This, <laughs> he this... doesn't. <laughs> Goose is dead. Oh. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> Goose is cooked. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this this guy needed a backseat driver because he was something's going on with him. You don't. I don't know who he is. They don't get into his backstory. They don't. He's not important except for the fact that he's kind of driving like an asshole. The the little girl and her family. She drops her cute little teddy bear in the middle of the road, and she gets hit by this guy oh. with his truck. Oh no! Yeah. Um, but when she sees... So the guy had the backseat driver while he hit the person? Yes. And the, the person back, in the backseat said, did not the girl? Do, yeah, he, that, that, no, that's he a was like... backseat driver. Did he say, hey, look out? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. He was concerned. So then, therefore, the moral of the story is, is listen to your backseat yes. driver. Unless it's Lynch. That's fair. Um, the, the thing, though, is when she sees... So this, when she sees the truck coming for, towards her, this little girl, she sees this giant monster that's, like, coated in metal instead of the truck. What the fuck? The, the fucking <laughs> fruit fly is driving me nuts. Oh, okay. Um, what, what is, why did they say Klaus? Is Klaus somebody, or are they talking Klaus about is the bear. Santa Klaus? Klaus is the bear. Oh, okay. That's the bear she drops in the road. Here's the truck. Mm-hmm. That she sees this giant fucking monster. You and that fly. I'm gonna punch it's, it's the gonna shit drive, out of both of you. It, there might be more than one. I don't know. It's on the blow up doll. See, I don't see any flies at all. So uh, look right there on the blow up doll's hand. I think you might just be used to them by now, Tony. Oh, oh, just buzz around. Your little, well, I, I think the fact that buddies. we have a blow up doll in the studio and, and that I'm just saying, look at the hand of the blow up doll, and none of us think that's weird. <laughs> We had an in-depth in discussion about her a couple weeks ago, so... Tony's been in-depth on her a few times. Oh! 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 <laughs> Never been used. Fuck you guys. Her lips are all worn out. <laughs> we need to get back to this review. So anyway... <laughs> so he hits this little girl. There's a great panel of just the, the teddy bear. It's a terrifying panel. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's Yes, it's great. Um... So far, this sounds like a terrible kid book. Well, I'm waiting to find out about the room. Okay, wait. <laughs> so she gets hit. Everybody that's kind of around them, like walking through the town, I think they were on their way to church, actually, um, pulls this guy out of his truck and just beats the fucking shit out of him. I like how you're trying to censor yourself by like <laughs> silently saying, fucking that's shit. Like, that's like what, like what my, mom, my mom tells one joke. That where she, there's an f bomb in it, and it's it's part of the joke, and she'll be like, "Can you spell the in chocolate?" <laughs> <laughs> she, it's like I know what you're saying. You're, you're mouthing it, and you're, you're doing the. <laughs> you're still saying fuck. <laughs> and I say fuck free, freely. I don't know why I was censoring myself, but anyway, the the girl makes it. Spoiler alert: she doesn't die. Damn it! I know. But she, she's in the hospital, and she's talking to her mom and her dad, and her dad's 
Well, they're standing right next to each other, and she keeps asking her mom, where's dad? Where's dad? Where's dad? Where's dad? Where's dad? Where's dad? And she's like, honey, your dad is right fucking here. She doesn't say fuck, because she's talking to her kid. But... (laughs) (laughs) If she did, if she was going to say that, she'd be like, honey, he's right fucking here. You're right, right. She'd censor herself. We read the comic book where you see the words mouth, and you're like... (laughs) But yeah. just that would real, be great. It's just really tiny font. Yeah, <laughs> right in here. Um, which will take. That's going to take us into a comic book we're talking about later. That super tiny little font. Anyway, um, Ooh. I know. What is that? One? <laughs> Sounds scandalous. Wait. What one? Oh no, we'll talk about that oh. later. Okay. Um, but the very last. Are you talking this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You picked up on that, too. Um, But the last panel at the beginning is just a black page with a little white word bubble that says, why is Papa's face made of snakes? Okay. So this girl sees shit. We don't know why. (laughs) We've derailed. We've derailed. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, Flash forward. Ooh. I know. So Pretty hot girls. Pretty hot girl trying to kill herself. Um, so we have, uh, Chloe, and I wrote the name down so I wouldn't forget. (laughs) I want to talk about, actually, this art a little bit, because I love it when it's, uh, like a darker, uh, nighttime panel, and they use, like, the white to outline instead of black. Yeah, so that she, she pops off the page. And and it, it really, the artwork itself, though, is interesting, because if you actually look where, and I am... I wish people could see what I'm talking about. But you see the white outline behind her on the dark part, but as soon as it gets to the dark or the, the lighter background, then it's got the black outline. Yep. But it's also still got the white on it. Well, yeah, but the, 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 there's white, dark, white. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to make any sense no. whatsoever. No. But it, it's beautiful. And it, it it really gives you that feeling that it's, it's she's out and I mean there's a moon there you know it's nighttime but you even if you covered that up you would still know that she's out in the night and that's why I love the white yeah, dark the I, white I, outline well it's I the actually, white outlines I love the expression I think. on her face I mean that 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 is one of those it's like holy shit I'm gonna get hit by a car as a kid type expression <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's more like an infinite sadness no that that is <laughs> the expression on the on her face in that one panel is one of those that. Honestly, I would say an artist can probably pull off out of one out of every hundred yeah. drawings. I mean, that is that is just gorgeous because that's one of those very introspective looks where you can sit and you can ponder what she thinks like, without reading the words. You can just sit there and go, "Man, Something's there's a lot. On. There's yeah. a lot going on there, and it, beautiful, beautiful." Well, and art. it even is the, when it goes further into the panels. So you go to the next page, and it's got like five smaller panels right next to each other. And, like, the further she gets in the water, the closer it gets to her eyes, and the more you can see. Like, I mean, that's, it's a super sad expression. But me adding the word super in front of it totally just negated how sad it is, but (laughs) it's very sad. But my favorite panel is the next one with her trying to drown herself. And it's just the giant moon. Is it possible to drown yourself? I feel like... Nobody can do that. Like you, as a human being, you would I struggle mean, for air just innately. Yeah, you still innate, but I mean, there's people that die of drowning. So I right, mean, I don't think 
Yeah, purposely you could tie some bricks around your feet. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, like, could you just, like, go, all right, I'm in an above-ground pool. I'm going to, like, I mean. Well, now, to be fair. Yeah, you could if you, like, purposely inhaled the water. But you would still struggle. You would, your, uh, you know, your physical body would still try to go. But, however, if you already have some water in your lungs, you're probably going to get more water in your lungs. You're probably going to die. So, like. like, It just seems crazy to me that, like, you could actually do that. Anyway. We, well, we got this one panel that explains that maybe it could be possible because they show it's just in between of what's going current, this one little flashback panel that's got just a shit ton of booze and pills in it. Why is she so fucked up, though? So. Because she lost her teddy bear. No. <laughs> we come to find out her husband shot himself in the face, and there's a great panel that shows it. The, okay. That's her seeing him. With his face half shot off. <laughs> you know, this is this is great because this is like... With I know. Me, with, well, no, with, <laughs> with me, like, you know, coming to an end on Drunk on Comics, things have come full circle. It used to be Kevin reads his comics to us. <laughs> it's now Lynn's reads her comics I was going to say, us. she's <laughs> halfway fucking I know, through, okay. and we're halfway through so the Chloe's, podcast. So yeah. Chloe's husband shot himself and their child. Are you going to leave any fun for the reader? And their child. And yes, their child? Yes, I am. And their child. Oh, that's why it's fun. Yes. It's, Way to go. That's why it's Are you going to read fun. that word balloon next to? No. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, I'm done. This book is great. You guys read it. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of reviews that we need. No, no it's, it's really pretty. It's it is. Really it's pretty. super pretty. It has to do with this self-help. Self? Self? Self-help book? Wow, that was really hard to say. Are you going to check that one out from the library? Not after reading this. That this woman wrote, it leads to the clean room. The clean room is, you go in, you face your fears, you either come out better or worse. Apparently her husband came out worse. So she wants to go find out what the fuck's up with this woman who wrote this book. Nice. Um, All right. Tony, what happy books do you have? (laughs) Well, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd go back... Back in back time, in. I yeah, stole you your thunder. Time. I stole his thunder. Yes. No wait. That was that five. was bad. There we go. Okay, yeah. Go. And I have to drink to that because how did I know you were gonna fucking say that, Derek? <laughs> hey, it wasn't even me. I I I may not. You were totally going to. I had a, I have a number of how many times you're gonna say back in time. I beat Gotta you go back all in time. to it. No, the best thing about that, because, like, when we first started, like, that was kind of one of the things that I couldn't, like, there was a point where it was just in my head all the time. <laughs> like, you know, way, way back well, in yeah. time. You know, actually, I think next week we'll have to start thinking of some reminiscings for your last episode of... Some reminiscings? Of, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> but no, it was that, or if anyone, if Matt ever mentioned Doom, and you'd go into... Doom, bop, doom, bop, doom, bop, skitty, bop, bop, doom, bop, like, hey, like bop, You say one doom, word and all of a sudden they start yeah, doing... Yeah, you doom, started bop. this. You, there's no one to blame but Well, you. yeah, but that's also like saying, all right, time for the Indy Turnpike, and Mike, Matt goes... Yeah. That was for a little bit, but... That I, was forever. He stopped I, doing it because y'all expected it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a time machine to go back and stop this from for even mentioning what this book was going to be. <laughs> you wish you could go back in time. <laughs> Round three. <laughs> uh, I picked up uh, Back to the Future by IDW. Um, story and script by Bob Gale. There's two stories within this book. 
Um, did he do both? Can we yeah. can we talk about Bob Gale for a little bit? Can I actually talk who's on okay. this book and then Go maybe we it. can get to it? Okay. Did you want to review this <laughs> no. book? Did you, did no. you I mean no. by all means. Go ahead. Speak who or two this. <laughs> oh, okay then. I like it when you're all aggressive like that. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable now. Bob did both the stories, but um, also the script for the part one was by John Barber. The uh, script for the second story is Eric Burnham. Uh, art by Brent. Uh, wait, wait, wait. But, okay, because I'm drunk, so back up. So Bob Gale <laughs> came up with the story. He's He originally is scriptwriter for the movies, okay. which that's, we'll get into later. Right, so right. that's he's what got I the concepts about. and all this, yes. what he's doing with these books. He's an got overall. It. Thank you. Okay. But then writing the individual okay. parts yep, yeah, 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 to yep. other people. Then art on the first one by Brent uh, Schoonover and second one by Dan Schoening. Very, all right, we're going to talk about Bob for a sec, who was the co-writer of all the Back to the Future um, stories. What I love the most about certain books is when there's a page in the back where it kind of talks about what's going on, why this story come about, whether it's some um, like story art of like concepts and this and that. And this goes pretty much into why they made this. Talking about Back to the Future and how with a time machine, it's kind of the deus ex machia of anything. You can you can make anything happen with a time machine, but then you can also undo everything with a time machine. And they're looking at when giving... <laughs> I mean, it's true. Well, yeah. I but don't know just, why he's giggling. No, because I'm a terrible human. <laughs> <laughs> just continue. Because Tony knows what joke I want to make. Probably. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. Um, so with him just kind of going with the concept of what this book was going to be about, they didn't want to undo the canon that was Back to the Future, the movies. However, they also wanted to add to that. But with doing so, where do they revisit? What time do they revisit? And then they realized... Going through the the thoughts of would this be a story of older Marty with his son time traveling, or would this be the same Marty that we knew from the movies in that time period, or would it be a different version and his kids just doing it alone? And they kind of realized then that that's what this is going to be about. This is going to be about the characters. And then since they got that concept down, how can they develop these characters more? The movies do a pretty good job of at least telling the story front, middle, and end of this epic trilogy. However, there's still some things that you want that weren't ever mentioned. How did Marty meet Emmett? How did um, Emmett get back from the the way um, old uh, Western time back to um, the present day? And that's where the first tale takes place. And so, Sorry. I, I broke Lindsay. <laughs> Because off screen, I shared with her what you, we talked about before we continue. I just had to bring it up because she's broken now. So if there's nobody commenting, it's because that's my fault. Once again, Derek. <laughs> why this? Why this? Why this? She's just leaving. Because she's going to go do her giggle snorts over oh. in the other room. <laughs> her giggle. Okay, first of all, I don't giggle snort. <laughs> yeah, you do. Let's be clear. I just giggle. All right, sorry. I'm sorry, Tony. I had to. I had Lindsay, to break why do you keep ruining my fucking review, man? <laughs> uh, stop staring at me, Tony. It'd be fine. Just blinders. Wow, that has nothing to do I'm with you talking. Like, why am I uncomfortable? When you open your mouth. 
I have so many comebacks to that, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Back to the Future, good book. I'm done. No, oh. no. Actually, no. There was other stuff that oh. you said we were, we were going to talk about. So, well, we were going to talk about it. Tony, just do it. Do it, <laughs> do it, Tony. Just do it. Why this is uh, subtitled Untold Tales and Alternate Timelines is because that's exactly what we're going to be doing. Within this first one, we get to see uh, Doc Brown in the past talking to his kids all growing up before the final scene of number three where the train comes down and they come back to the normal time. Do you, do, did you ever see that little clip from like when they're like you know they're on the train and one of his kids yeah yeah and one of his kids is doing the pee pee dance mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> does he talk to him about doing the pee pee dance he doesn't because they haven't got to that point in time when they're telling the story oh okay they're still stuck back in what was it eighteen eighty five um yeah was that time yeah yeah with the old west one uh, however he's telling his kids a story of how he first met Marty. So it's kind of interesting. He's trying to make a new Fox capacitor in the past. That's actually a really good question. How did he meet Marty? This is well. If you fucking read this comic, you no, would find no, out. okay, no. Actually, I, I want to know how did he meet Marty. It all has to go with Marty kind of being picked on by uh, Needles, the the protagonist kind of adult bad guy person within the besides Biff being that round too. Yeah, but because if you think about it, it's kind of creepy that a sixteenth set. Spill your drink. <laughs> if a 16, 17-year-old kid is hanging out with a 40-something-year-old scientist that they're best friends, that's a little creepy, isn't it? The quick, Yeah, but the quick version, and it, it tells the story so well. That's why this book, everything about it is just amazingly well done, well crafted in the storytelling. It goes with Needles wanting to have um, a tube to his amp that he blew, and he's going to steal it from Marty. Well, lo and behold, that one breaks too and falls out of his hand. You know, the one thing I, I, I do want to mention, though, Tony, in all seriousness, because we've had a shit ton of fun already this episode, but you you talked to me about how this book, the dialogue is just fucking dead on, that the voice of every character is right mm-hmm. there. Like, when you're reading it, you just hear it. And that, to me, I that, to me, is huge. Oh, for sure, Having, having Emmett sure. Brown <laughs> saying Great Scott in the first page, and you just know you have that vo- voice of Christopher Lloyd there. When you're starting to realize Marty's set on this mission, if he's going to get his ass kicked by 4 o'clock if he can't find this new um, you know, amp tube or whatever, so he goes to the local <coughs> store to go try to buy one and finds out that old man Doc Brown bought all of them. This is where it comes about. They know Doc Brown. They know he's kind of crazy. Even in his story of talking to his kids, talking about being on the Manhattan Project, being on, you know, that was mentioned in the movie too. He's working. Right. With, I, with, I just completely forgot. Yeah, I, I, I did the weird look. I did the, I did the head tilt like I'm a cocker spaniel that heard something funny. What? Like even explaining <laughs> about the house burning down, and that was just one page of talking about his childhood growing up. But then he gets to the point of talking about Marty, but the unexplained fire that burned down his house. Hmm, I wonder if that has to do anything with time travel and something going there. And and it's another story that I know they're going to explore. But this particularly, uh, Marty's going to go break in. He's a good person, but he also doesn't want to get his ass kicked, and he decides to break in this place. But while breaking in... Wait, he doesn't want to get his ass kicked? What, is he a chicken? That's what he... Well, actually, when, when they said go steal that exactly was what was said. Go steal it. What's wrong, McFly? Chicken? Nobody calls me chicken needles. 
Nobody. Does uh, Needles look like Flea? Yes, he does. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so he goes through these tests of trying to get in, which is very ingenious and fun, all because Doc Brown is trying to find an assistant, and he said he put up these traps um, to get into the house, such as this uh, uh, shocking um, door zapper that said you're going to get zapped if you push it again. He does. And it gets cl- clearly you are not one to foresee that. Well, Marty's thinking, oh, there's a pin here. Oh, one, two, four, C. So he types in that code. He gets in. These small things, nuances that Crazy Doc Brown is doing to test having uh, an assistant. One of my favorite parts is seeing this, um, was it Goldberg uh, type styled trap in motion? Goldberg? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Are you talking like like the mouse trap game? Yeah. 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 Uh, and see, when I hear Goldbergs, unfortunately, I hear I think you of think the, the wrestler. No, I think oh I, the, the show the, the ABC Goldberg? series. I love that show because that that was me. It was just uncomfortable. Rube, Rube Goldberg. Rube, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. ultimately, apparently, your computer's working again. My Google is on point. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, he. You know, meets the doc. Doc says, you passed the test. You want this job. And then Marty kind of starts questioning, like, well, I don't really want a job this that. And then Doc's like, okay, well, you broke in here. Why were you breaking in? So then Marty comes clean and confesses that he was going to break in to steal these amp tubes and whatever. And then Doc pulls another 180 and goes, you are a really good kid. Would you really like a job? He goes, wait, didn't you just offer me a job? He goes, no, I just want to see what you'd say if I offered you a job. All that stuff was not a test to actually get an assistant. That was just stuff to fuck with people that wanted to try to break in and if they could be smart enough to break in. All this, which is more layers on layers of the crazy Doc's brain, um, brings to their friendship of let's hang out, let's do time travel, even though at this point in time he doesn't know what's going on. Um, I love, see, that's one of the reasons why we're friends, because we're like, oh my god, you're cool, let's do time travel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm watching Tony talk about this, and, like, the super adorable nerd boy in him is totally coming out right now. Over, I like, <laughs> at the end, even, it's to be continued, and he goes, that's just one of the stories that I could tell you. There is so much more in-depth of this lore that could be seen. The second story is even more zanier. The art is, is a bit different, but I, I don't know which one I like more. You know, and here's the thing. Like, Lindsay and I were talking about this earlier. Like, I actually like the first a little bit better, only because, and, and what's weird is, the second story is a hell of a lot cleaner. Yeah. As far as art. I don't normally like the really heavy, like, like that the heavily weighted ink line, but that's what that first story has. Maybe it's the color. I don't know because yeah, it, it's it. Well, it feels a little more vibrant, more eighties ness. I don't. I, I honestly don't know, but I really. I love both. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I do love both. Like I, there, I have zero complaint. Um, the the second story has has a bigger, broad, like more widescaping kind of feel to it. Whereas the first one, you're really drawn into that individual character. So there, mm-hmm. there, like, there, there's a plus and minus to both. But well, definitely in the second one, you hit the nail on the on the head there. With this is about him joining the Manhattan Project. Oh, and getting recruited for it, and him being pissed that one of the the professors at uh, Caltech, I think he was at, or I forget which uh, place he was working at, but 
and saying, why wasn't I put on this list? Why couldn't I do it? And then the guy goes, well, your house is a bit of a mess. It's <laughs> like, these people are very, you know. Tony, Tony, is that why you cleaned your house? Yes. You want, you want to get on the next project? Yes, I did. Okay. But I actually felt like I understood what Doc was going through. He's he's so busy doing his invention and stuff that he doesn't have time to necessarily pick up his disorderly room. So what he does is, though, he still says, get me on that list. I'll make sure. He takes his uh, maid's house, apartment, and takes it over for the night when these people come to interview him to check out his place. And these people are like, I oh, have a pretty tidy you know, place here. Yeah, cool. And when they're leaving, they're picking up the mail that was put down. And tell Mrs. Gomez her, her newest lifestyle magazine just came in, knowing full well that this was a facade, this wasn't Doc Brown's house. However, when he gets back to his messy apartment-type uh, place with all of his adventures around, there are the guys there that are part of the, the Manhattan Project. Um, Oppenheimer is there and greets him and, like, what's going on? How, like, what? I thought you guys didn't want me and my house is a mess. And they flat out said, that was nothing. You were genius enough to, you could have just cleaned it, but you were genius enough to be lazy enough to go take your maid's house Pretend that it was your own just to try to get on this project. We want you on. And with that, I just thought it was a cool story, which is even going to develop more into what did he do with the atomic bomb. And I would love to just kind of have some thoughts on his craziness within that realm. You know what? Speaking of that, we, we should actually ask Lindsay in four episodes from now, because that's time travel. Because <laughs> okay. uh-huh. she just snuck back in here like she wasn't gone. <laughs> All right. News and notes, guys. Oh, well, because we have we have uh, drunkenly run long. And we're probably going to run. This is going to be a long. super long episode. People just need to deal with it. Well, it's and, okay. And, and next week, oh Jesus, balls, Batman! I always get to the end of the episode anyway, and I'm like, I wish that was longer. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about Back to the Future Day. Okay. Well, I what? had so much fucking fun with that day. I did. I saw one picture of you in the little. You, you, the Tony had a hat. Oh. Tony had a hat. Yeah, that was it. That, like, like that, that's I, not dressing up. You, you got I a hat. I expected so much more out of you, Tony. I was, <laughs> I was working. She's and drunk. It's 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 not about me. It's about I'm a little drunk. It's about the like human that. race embracing this day, <laughs> seeing non nerdy friends. Be like, it's Back to the Future Day. Some of them sharing memes and talking about how we should be dressing or this happened. Well, the fact, okay, the, the fact that on my personal Facebook, I put, what the fuck is Back to the Future? And people going, oh my God, don't you know? <laughs> like, And I'm like, really? Really? I, like, it's so cute that you guys think I don't know, but like, you know. I watched Back to the Future 2 for the first time with my 12-year-old. Wait, first time? This no, year? no, no, no. I've seen it before. Oh. With the the twelve okay, year old okay. yes yes so was yes. it like so so for you was it like you went back in time back in time <laughs> he loved it yeah, no, he, he was super excited that he was part of that day you know what I mean like anybody born after this day not part of that day everything's in the past now. I, I am very sad that the Cubs didn't win. I know that was some, like, that was another thing that people were even nerds who don't give a shit about the Cubs are like, you know what? I actually I'm gonna look up if the Cubs have won again. Like I I'm not a Cubs no. fan, but oh, I started damn. watching the news to see if they did Here. win because that would be fucking sweet. Give me if your, the future became reality. We're we're now we're now rationing the the whiskey. <laughs> 
I like, know Tony has more booze in this house somewhere. Yeah, but but Tony's booze and your booze are are two different things. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> back to the future day, Listen Tony. To that. That's that's whiskey. Tony. All right, there back to the future. Back day. to the future day. It was fun. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So, Tony, let me ask you this: Would you rather have um, fast drying clothes, self lacing boots, or a hoverboard? Is that a fucking question? Hoverboard. I would not want a hoverboard. Hoverboard. No, you're lazy. I think fast drying clothes would be your Ho- choice. No. Hoverboard. 100%. Hoverboard. For I, sure. Oh, yeah. That would be so fucking fist bump. awesome. Yep, fist bump. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hoverboard. I think everyone wants hoverboard. Did you see that they Nike came out with the self-lacing? Oh, my God. The video of Michael J. Fox putting those on yeah. won the internet this week. For yeah. sure. I even loved them going to Jimmy Kimmel. That was a good skit that they had of like. Oh, I heard about that one. What the, what the hell are these these you know small supercomputers you have? And yeah, Jimmy no, Kimmel don't goes, worry, everybody's just gonna be looking at that while I'm taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I have sad news, um, but it, it needs to be addressed. Um, Murphy Anderson passed away on October 22nd. He was 89 years old. Um, he was a penciler, but prim- primarily known as an inker. Uh, fantastic golden age artist um, known for things like Hawkman, Batman, Z- uh, Zatanna, the Spectre, Superman. He did the Buck Rogers daily, uh, you know, strip. Um, but he was one of the co-creators on Zatanna. Okay. So, um, you know, amazing man, uh, amazing life, and our heart and thoughts and prayers and best wishes go out to all of his family and friends and thank yous for being part of what we are now. So, all right. That's it on the sad shit. No more sad stuff. Well, the fun stuff story-ish uh, <laughs> is, a, is a pretty Great cool uh, five-part series coming out um, soon, I think, uh, called X-Men Worst X-Men Ever. And... <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Derek's really excited about that. I am really excited about this. <laughs> because there's so many different X-Men that are on the teams. Which one really is the worst? And this is going to follow around uh, a new uh, mutant, a uh, new person just discovered he's a mutant, Bailey Hoskins. And with that, he's going to be the person that thinks he's the worst X-Men ever. Going through a dream team of h- heroes. So this is going to have a I lot have of different teams. Teacher. Hand. Teacher. <laughs> And I think it's going to be a fun story, but I brought this up because Derek. Because sure Derek's that... raising his hand, he clearly he has something to say. So, about it. so my girlfriend on eBay bought the the the. You guys remember like Toy Fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the wizard where, yes, where it was. Yes, it, it's yes, the yes, precursor yes. to Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Is basically it was just like panels. She bought Toy Fair three for seventy eight cents wow. <laughs> on eBay. Um, she's like, you have to read this. And it's this whole X-Men thing. And it's like, <laughs> and, and Professor X, like bringing Kitty Pride into the, into the school. And sometimes he's in the chair. Sometimes he's walking. She's like, wait, are you paralyzed? He goes, I, I don't know. Nobody can keep track. <laughs> but the brood shows up right after Cypher introduces himself to Kitty Pride and attacks Cypher. And she's like, Cypher, use your, use your mutant powers to fight them. <laughs> His mutant powers, or he can read any Anything. language. Yeah. 
That's it. It's like, aw. So I think Cypher is the worst X-Man nope, ever. Nope. Here's where I totally disagree, and my brother could back me up for that, too. Yes, I can, Tony. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I'm not here, Tony. <laughs> Cypher is actually pretty badass when you get to understand that he can learn any language. Well, if yeah. he's fighting a magic user... Oh wow, he actually knows magic now because he's understanding what that spell is and somehow knows. Are you saying he has like reverse... a plus ten in knowledge? No, no, he, he's very charismatic. <laughs> yes, he, he's he's a fourteen in charisma. <laughs> On the surface, for fighting wise, yes, kind of lame power yeah. to know any language. But when it comes down to it, knowledge is power. He can and, rock the magic missile and the like more nobody. You know. Yes. I want to talk about how this, uh, if this is the cover for it, and this guy in the front, this redhead with the freckles that kind of looks like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. Well, I just love that he is, of course he's a ginger, I mean. Is is he he of the gray? All right. Bigger news, I think, than anything else this weekend. Skips right over it. No, just fuck (laughs) off. Bigger news, nerd news, this week. Um... Star Wars: The Force Awakens prequel. Yes, I, I, I'm sorry. Like I had, I had a nerd boner for. I still do. So it's all true. But I, no, there's a lot of people that 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 new trailer definitely was way different than all these other trailers. Gave a lot more of what's going on within the movie, and holy shit, that just unleashed my force. That was just so amazing oh. in my pants. <laughs> so, did you get your tickets? Yes. For opening night? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah? Fuck that. Oh. No, fuck that. Oh. Well, so I guess you're not as nerd bonered as you thought you were. Oh, no. No, I am. The problem is, I actually want to go enjoy the movie, not hear, like, the little fucking screaming fanboys going, ah, ah, Oh, my God, he said that. He said that. Oh, my God, did you see that? Did you so see when that? are you going to go? Ah, are you going to go a month later? Because this is going to be packed for a good month straight. No, it'll be, like, a day to two days after the release, but I'm not going to sit there. That all the parents are bringing their kids to then, and you're going to hear the little kids go, Woo! I have no problem punching a five-year-old in the head. Are Ewoks in this movie? <laughs> yeah. The Ewoking dead. Yeah, what up? I doubt um, that there's going to be that big of people screaming. I really hope no, have that... You ever, have you ever been to an opening? Yeah, I go a all the time opening? Yeah. yeah, they're have terrible. You been, no, have you been to a Star Wars opening? Yeah. See, okay, when hope, you were like ten? Tony? <laughs> Episode three. Or not a new hope. Uh, episode three. One. I had a T-shirt made for me that said, "This is the apex of my nerddom." <laughs> it's true. Back then, you had to stand in the line to get a wristband and to stand in the line to get your tickets. To stand in line to get to your stand seat. in line to get your seats. Now you just got to go fucking buy them in advance online. These nerds nowadays are fucking spoiled. Yeah. So so <laughs> no. So I'll wait like a day or two. You know they're all signed seatings around here. Yeah, for that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I will. I will wait a day or two and go to the movie like a normal person. Yeah. I like Star Wars, but not. I can't that wait much. to see you not be anywhere on the internet for those full two days. It's not that hard. I guarantee you're I'll gonna accidentally some... log on to Facebook and you're gonna see, or maybe me and Lynn start texting each other about the movie that night and include you in the conversation, like, and then. <laughs> then me and Mel accidentally club you in the head with a fucking ball bat with Aww. nails in it. I don't know. Oops. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Lindsay's uncomfortable now. All right, what else is out there? Uh, well, Hulk said that he's going to be in the new Thor Ragnarok movie. Mark Ruffalo has confirmed that he is going to be a big part of that movie. Did which, I see something, though, where he said he wanted Bruce and the Hulk to be on the screen at the same time? Did you guys see that, too? No. No. All right, well, apparently I'm fucked up. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> but he, he's talking more of a... Bruce Banner helping out Thor, I guess, and searching, because as you know, at the end of the last uh, movie, Avengers movie, Thor went off to go search for more of these Infinity Stones, and so, also the Hulk kind of was going doing his own thing, so that these two are teamed up, which takes a reason why they're not in the new Captain America Civil War. I'm looking forward to some more Thor-Hulkish stuff. Nice. Tony wants some more Thor and Hulk action, you to- guys. Actually, what Tony wants is more spiders. Tony loves oh. spiders. I spiders with a passion. No, you love spiders. Spiders are your favorite. And so now, Tony, you can have nerd spiders in your house. Nerd spiders. Nerd spiders. Nerd spiders. Because are they the, smart spiders? No, the, the University of Tehran, uh, and I butchered that because I'm not even going to go back. No, Tehran is right. You're right. Tehran. Tehran. No, yeah, Tehran. All right. So, Ellis to um, NPR. That's fought- right. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they uh, that there's there's some new spiders that have been found, and um, recent actors Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield have been uh, indoctrinated into the world of spiders, and these new species have been named after them. So, and I'm gonna butcher these, but fuck off. Uh, the first one is Felicita Felicita. Phil, Fistelada, I don't know. All right, so we're going to try this for real. <laughs> Philisada Mag, Maguire and. Like Maguire? Yeah, Maguire. Yeah, like Toby Maguire? Yeah, it's Maguire, but with an extra I on the end. Okay, Maguire. Yeah. Okay, okay. And Pritha Garfeldi. Oh. These are the new Klaatu, Barata, Nictos. Fucking fruit fly. <laughs> Gonna kill you best. That's, I mean, that's awesome. I guess if you're gonna be Spider Man, you might as well have a name. I think that's Spider named sweet. after you, yeah. Yeah, so. Live in infamy. Alright, uh, what else is out there, guys? <clears throat> Sandman? Uh, Sandman. We can, we can go there. Uh, well, Tony. Tony. Tony? Tony? Oh, Sandman. I mean, it's more and more becoming, um, being made. It, well, uh, there's a new writer. That's I, it's, more and, and more it's, well, it's draft. The reason why is because, you know, DC owns Vertigo. But DC and Warner Brothers owns DC. Warner Brothers has is making all the DC properties. Um, but right now they've just had a re um, alignment with some movie places, and New Line Cinema is now going to start making all the movies for the Vertical. Um, Did you say Vertical? I said, meant to say Vertigo, but my tongue got a little tongue twisted. That might have Vertigo. But yeah, so with that being said, there's now going to be a new draft being made, but they're um, hoping the film starts to get in production in 2016. However, it's going to be made now. It is in the works. It's going to be made sooner than later, hopefully, but... I'm super excited that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is attached to this, because I just love everything that he does. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, if you got some free time, come spend it with me. Like... (laughs) Like what? What was what was the uh, what's his first TV series like the Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah, Third Rock. Yeah, but he does this really. Yeah, I wanted to say Thirty Rock. He does this <laughs> like really great, um, like webs 
he does a website where everybody can contribute their art, music, art, animation, anything that they can totally. do, and they turn it into a TV series. So the fact that he's on it is amazing. They contribute their art, their music, their art. <laughs> I said animation. So do you think he's the very best? Like no one ever was? <laughs> to catch them all is his real test? Maybe he needs to go work out a little bit. <laughs> I work out! <laughs> At the very first Pokemon gym? Yeah. That's, Opening in Japan? That's creepy. <laughs> I, that's really creepy. Unless they Japan is somehow... Like genetically modified, like little squirrels to like have electricity and shit. Yeah. That would be awesome. I know, no shit. I would have first, first class tickets to go there. I, I would be, be like, a Pokemon trainer then. I'd be like, I don't care how much I'm getting shocked. I'm playing with these fucking electric squirrels. <laughs> this, I'm in. Well, this article says that the center will let fans interact with pocket monsters in new ways. You know what? I've said that same thing to girls <laughs> at bars for years. <laughs> I'm like, yo, baby, you want to play with my pocket monster? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, no, it's a workout. Like, like, no. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> We've already determined we're running long on this one, Tony. You don't have to keep giving us time. No, no. Tony, Tony's being a good producer. <laughs> okay. Tony's a good I producer. I love you, Tony. All right. Um, I, I will say the Hack Slash TV series um, in the works. Yes. Fucking awesome. And uh, Real quick, William Shatt. Did we talk about... Did you Shatner already? Did you Shatner? Did you totally forget the last 20 minutes what we've talked about? Yes. Did we talk about this? She Shatnered her pants. (laughs) Yeah, Shatner and uh, and Stanley uh, comic book. Shatner's starting a new line of cinematic graphic novels. One of the new ones is going to be with Stanley and his comic stuff. Yeah. Iconic. This our news. This is the worst news section we've ever done ever. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, it's not. Because guess what? This is all reminiscing of our first couple episodes. Yay! Bringing it back full circle. <laughs> full circle. It goes around. It's a carousel. Hop on or get off. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, Derek. Fuck you, Derek. Fuck hashtag, you, Tony. Hashtag fuck off, Derek. <laughs> all right. Indian Turnpike. Brought to you by Ink Whiskey. No, oh, that's that, booze in a book. Holy fuck. <laughs> well, Settle how, down there, hon. <laughs> Both of them are brought to you by Ink wow, Whiskey. Wow, I don't know. Do you listen to this podcast? Do you know what the fuck goes on here? Fuck you. I love the, I love the fact that she listened to 130, 40 episodes. I was so enthused about that, until too. Until we asked her to come join, and then she's just become worse. I like, just don't listen to it anymore, ever. Like, <laughs> she's like... Hey! I'm here. I'll show up. What's up? All right, any turnpike. What are we doing for... Oh, ooh, I know what you're doing for any turnpike. Yeah, because it's sitting on the yes. table in front of me. Good yes, job, Liz. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do your right, thing. Any turnpike this week is Fistful of Blood number one from IDW. And uh, <laughs> this is, I believe, a four-part series off the top of my head. Um, I could be wrong. It might be a three-part. But... This was originally published in Heavy Metal. And what is nice is that this is the... the like, is oh, it, damn is it, is it. I can't, I can't say it. Original, oh, original, my, my, my words are... My words are uh, is with, it the original concept was published in there or this actual no, story the origi- was? No, the original story was. Okay. 
Um, hold on, I have to look. But the, oh, this is the the remastered version, written by Kevin Eastman, aka creator of Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. drawn by si- Simon Bisley, oh. aka <laughs> uh, uh, massive local artist, but better yet, the best drinker I've ever met in my life. He's awesome. And so, what was that? What, that are was you are you good now? Yep. <laughs> you just did the. Like, I know. Ease. Yeah. But Eastman took the original... <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you are done. Eastman took the original um, heavy metal version of this, which was a number of years back, and he went back and he literally re... Like, he went over all the original pencils that Bisley did. So, you have one of the most crazy minds... With one of the most crazy minds mixed up. Would you like to see it, Lens? I do. Yeah. (laughs) That they made this Fistful of Blood. Now, Fistful of Blood is basically a Western with vampires versus zombies mixed with Fistful of Dollars, a.k.a. uh, Clint Eastwood. A.k.a. there's a... A great booty. Pretty great ass on the cover. Yeah, there is. Um, oh, and if you open up, like at the beginning, she has a mesh bra, and you can you can kind of see nipple through the through. Ooh. It. Yeah, let's see. I like a little bit of nipple. What I'm most impressed about this book is that you have two of the best fucking creators out there right now. That they went back and went, you know what? Let's fuck this up a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and with Eastman going back literally over every page, and I like the fact that in. In what 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 lens? I love that the they're doing like word balloons in her eye. Well, no, that's a reflection. Yeah. of it's great. Yeah, no, the, the the artwork in this thing is worth it all. Like, don't read a word balloon at all. Just just look at the artwork. It is gorgeous. It is fantastic. Enjoy this book. It is dirty. This book is dirty, dirty, dirty. Everything from it's it's ink splatters all over. Tony, did you look at this? It's ink splatters for days. For days. For days. Yeah. So, um, buy this book. Enjoy it. There, there's a couple more issues coming, but it is so fucking pretty. It's so well done. This is what fanboys long for. So, just go buy Fistful of Blood and enjoy. All right. Booze in a book. Yeah, booze in a book. Brought to you by Ink Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I got Lynn's, it this time. Yay! Lynn's got it right. So, booze in a book. Brought to us by InkWhiskey.com. This week is Tokyo Ghost number two. Oh my god, yes. With the Tokyo Mojito. Ooh. Yeah. So your normal mojito has... Rum and lime juice and mint leaves and like some like Sprite or some shit like that or whatever. But whatever. The Tokyo Mojito is 150 milliliters of sake. Sake. Suki. Sake. Oh, sake. 600 milliliters of Ramune. What the hell's Ramune? Ramune is a Japanese um, soft drink, hmm. which it's a lemon lime flavor soft drink. It's like Sprite. It is, but it's because called Ramune. What, what's, what's what's terrible is that Ramune got its name because it was Japanese people trying to say lemonade. Oh wow! 
No, no. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being a dick here. I'm just saying. It's, it's a true story. Yeah. Hashtag true story. Ramone. Ramone. Okay, Ramune. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Tony, you're looking at me like I'm an asshole, but like... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like... I mean, you are 100% saying the technicality of everything happens. It sounds a little bad. It's terrible. It sounds terrible, but you know what? It's it is what true it is. Story. But Ramune, which when you buy it, like you, you pop the little weird cap and then you have to like jam the marble down to the top of the bottle. Look this shit up. Do you know what I'm talking about, Liz? No, I've never been to Japan. All right, we're going to we're going to Five Below because Five Below has Ramune. <laughs> and that shit is awesome. But anyway. Five Below. Yeah, it, it's it's basically it's sugar water with fizz. Okay. All right, so, so you get 150 milliliters of sake, uh, you know, 600 milliliters of ramune, which is basically three bottles, and 60 milliliters of fresh lime juice, and 15 to 20 mint leaves. So it's it's just like your normal mojito, but rather than the rum and the whatever else, you substitute your ramune and your, uh, and your sake. So, anyway... Um, you, you put them all together, you, you muddle the lime, mint leaves and the lime juice, and uh, then you like pour it all together, and you serve it, and it's delicious, and fuck off. And I'm mixing that with Tokyo Ghost. Thank you. Because <laughs> this book is delicious. It is so delicious. And it makes me want more and you know, more. You know what's also delicious? Jack Daniels and cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Oh, you mean you mean Giggles McFire Snatch? Giggles McFire All right, but anyway. Anyway, Tokyo Ghost. Yeah, they, they end up in in Japan at the end of this. So they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good call. I wanted to. I want to go, Lens. I want to talk about the Dangle Dangle. Oh, <laughs> so there there there's a there's a male male uh, genitalia Dangle Dangle thing in here, and. Sean Murphy does a, a really nice job of just hand lettering in dangle dangle. Yes. <laughs> Which I tried to show There's... Tony and Tony's like, I won't look at a penis, I'm really gay friendly. No, I can't but, do but, it. But it's, and then it's, I showed him dangle dangle and he laughed and he laughed the... and he laughed and he wouldn't stop laughing. That's why Tony wasn't <laughs> present for five minutes of the podcast. It's the very tiny, tiny little things You like said that. size doesn't matter. It's a good size and by saying that I mean it's not that big um <laughs> oh it's awesome you get really um, in deep with your comics the, it's the little things like that though, that make this comic you know what I'm missing amazing amazing Linz you know what I need right now what do you need right now I need some less calls <laughs> no and I need some more drinks less calls I, okay. I got two less calls Tony what do you got Quit digging. He's digging. Clear out the smegma. What do you got? The Uncanny and Humans number one. Uh, I like the direction they're going, and they're picking up from... Wait, was that last week? No, this is this week. Oh, oh, no, yeah, it was Uncanny. Oh, so... (laughs) (laughs) Last week at at, uh, Garden Harvest Comic Con, I go see Stegman, and he's like, Hey, did you get my new book? And I'm like, what was it? (laughs) 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 And I'm like, oh, was that the Uncanny Inhuman thing? And he's like... No, it's not Kenny Avengers. I'm like, that's next week, right? He goes, no, it came out last week. I'm like, yeah, no, Fine. I didn't get it. He's <laughs> like, you're a dick. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And? <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. I haven't read the final issue of Age of Apocalypse, but then Invincible Iron Man 2. I'm loving the new, all new, all different 
Lens. Um, the only other ones that we haven't talked about already was Book of Death, The Fall of Exo Manowar. Alright. And Black Canary, number five. How is that book? Oh my god, it's so good. What are you gonna talk about again? It's so good. Uh, I don't know. Probably next time it comes out. Alright. Okay. Alright, uh Hacktivist, uh n- Volume Two, Issue Four of Six. Shut up, Lance, you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> and I have to give a massive shout out to my comic book store, Vault of Midnight, Grand Rapids. The best comic book store in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Because uh, I signed up for, like, well, I signed up. I, I went to the booth and they're like, take a selfie and put it on your page so you can win. And I did. And guess what? I won. Woo! And I got Cartoons for Victory, which is a fucking coffee table book. It is a coffee table book. Massive. Larger than any other book, and it's all this. Here, listen to this. Yeah, you hear that? That's pages. So, <laughs> um, wow. This is a great book about cartoons that came out during uh, World War II. The coolest thing about this is that you had cartoonists that were doing this. That these these cartoons have not been seen since original publication back in the 1940s. So, Awesome book if you ha- if you're into history if you're into propaganda if you're into go back that time period. Well, back no, actually, even more important. No, more importantly, Tony. Um, I, I if you want to use a different media for your own, like you know, just talking about what's going on in in, in you know the social circles. You want to talk about what's going on. This is a beautiful book that that really hits on everything. So. Awesome. Vault of Midnight, thank you for giving this to me because um, this is really cool and it and it hits me perfectly. But you know what? That's why I love that store because they actually understand. They're like, they're hey, pretty, Derek. They're pretty great. Yeah. Here's yeah. your pull. By the way, I know you like this, this, and this. So I put this in there for you? We pulled one of these yeah. for you, too. They do that with the regular comics. Yeah. But anyway, it's so hot. It's super great. Mm, yeah, get it. <laughs> Lens are creeping me out. <laughs> All right. Tony? I'm all set. We're good. That's it. Tony looks spent. Yeah. Not a little bit. Stay tuned <laughs> next week for Derek's final yeah. full-on podcast. No, nobody can see <laughs> your hip thrust on that, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> keep reading your comics. I'm going to take that image to my grave. We'll be back next week, kids. <laughs> see ya.